I'm Madison Drinkman, and I have lived in the Chippewa Valley for over a decade now. There are so many inspiring women in this area whose stories deserve to be heard. So I wanted to create a space for local women to connect and share their successes, their struggles, and their failures. Through their stories, I hope to give you the tools to create your own success and learn from your own failure. This is Valley Girl. Hi, everyone. So I have Brittany with me. Um, we wanted to talk about positive coping mechanisms when you're going through a lot of stress, which I think people in the Chippewa Valley are. And I had her with me last week, and we tried to record this episode via phone, and the audio quality was terrible. But Brittany blogs about mental health for a living, so she has a lot of advice um, for us that I want to dive into. Brittany, do you want to talk a little bit about um, if people don't know you, what you do, and who you are, and what you're about? Sure. Well, my name is Brittany Booth, soon to be Brittany Evergreen. I'm hopefully getting married in June. We'll see how this all pans out here. Um, I blog a lot about mental health. I'm kind of dipping my toe into personal development and more of um, the wellness, the holistic wellness side of it, too. Uh, which has been really interesting. Um, and I've come across a lot of different aspects um, that have I've noticed that have been weighing either my family members down or I've caught been weighing myself down um, that I think are really brought to the surface during this time, um, especially when people are in quarantine, whether they're quarantined with friends or family or even by themselves. Um, right now, I am in complete isolation. And let me tell you, like, that can take a toll on somebody's um, well-being, for sure, just being by yourself. <laughs> Same. So since we talked, when we talked last, we were actually in my office because I wasn't working from home. And now I am working from home. Um, and so I have come up with a whole new set of challenges. So last time, last week when we talked, I felt like I was eating pretty terribly because I didn't want to make food. Everyone was stressed in my environment. I had like four frozen pizzas. And so I was like, I'm going to have all the frozen pizzas for the rest of the month because (laughs) I fell off the wagon and I had just like panic bought a bunch of livestock, which now I feel like kind of grateful I did that. I have mixed emotions. We came home with like 12 rabbits and four chickens and a dog we returned the dog it was this whole thing um but I'm having a really hard time and I was last week as well keeping up with like some healthy routines so do you want to dive in a little bit onto how you are coping with like having to come up with a whole new routine and like how it's been if you do fall off the wagon how are you getting back up on that train yeah Oh, gosh, I think that's so good right now, especially with um, the new uh, policies that are being put in place right now, and people are being more encouraged to work from home and stay from home. I think the that's a huge challenge for those who do work, um, you know, those nine-to-five jobs that all of a sudden are home 24-7 or home with their kids 24-7. Um I know, for example, one of my sisters is, um, that's a big thing she's struggling with because she takes so much pride and passion into her job. Um, 
in what she does. She's a dental assistant, so she just loves that. Oh, my goodness. And at home with her kids, not really being able to work because most of her work is hands-on, right? She kind of is, like, going stir-crazy. Um, and I really think it's about trying to switch your mindset. Um, and I found a really new way of kind of looking at it um, that's more of a and it's really started to work for me can I pause you really quick can I have you step a little bit away from your mic I'm just getting like some weird popping all of a sudden it's okay (laughs) I just want people to be able to hear this next bit because I think it's really important yeah that's good okay go for it Yeah, it does. It does make sense. So to give an example, I've definitely been feeling that. I have, like, so many blessings, like, 
the in my life right now, but I'm still feeling some pretty intense stress. And I was listening to actually another podcast this morning. Um, Rachel Hollis put out a really good podcast on working from home, and it has a a lot of excellent content in it, like tips on managing a team, what programs you should use, how to keep like a positive culture. And one of the tips in there was like, don't do work in your bedroom, in your bed, and don't eat like lunch in your bed. And I'm listening to this podcast and I'm literally eating breakfast in my bed on my laptop working. And I was like, I suck. Uh, and it felt like, it felt like really frustrating to me. And I like worked myself up to the point where I was like, I just need like a cookie and a nap. But it, um, it was one of those things where like, even as I was feeling that like stress and anxiety about like not working from home correctly, I guess, um, I was thinking about how probably how your sister feels and how you feel Ryan. like I am so much better off like than so many people in this situation like why am I choosing like to be anxious about eating in my bed with my laptop so I appreciate that because I needed that today um and I think that said it kind of does get you into that into that spiral so what are some of like your your tools and tips on breaking out of that spiral after you've given yourself space to like feel what you need to feel. What do you do next? Yeah. So, um, really like that phrase balancing accountability and grace. So like now kind of like diving into the accountability part of it. So you've kind of processed the emotion, you sat in it, you felt, you know, you've really felt it. And now it's kind of time to almost pick yourself up by the bootstraps and be like, all right, here's the situation. I can't control what's happening, but here's like some things I can control. Here's some tangibles that I can use in my daily life that can bring me a sort of happiness, can bring me at least like one thing I'm grateful for throughout the day. Um, And so one of my tangibles that I've really held on to is keeping a morning um, routine. Um, and I'm actually currently writing a blog post about my morning routine to kind of send out as Ooh, please share. <laughs> yes. Um, but I think the biggest key is finding out what works for you and giving yourself grace to, to pick and choose, like, you know, like with your, with the podcast with Rachel Hollis, like. Honestly, I have one of those like cool little breakfast bedside tables and <laughs> right now. And so some mornings I set it up in my bed and I sit and I do some work in my bed. And, you know, and sometimes that works for me and sometimes it doesn't. And I think you just really, um, I used to be so strict with my morning routine, almost like I felt like a, I was my own drill sergeant. And mm-hmm. I really think bottom line to making the morning routine work is to not have it be a straight line but almost have it be like a river and just it kind of flows and some days it goes this way and some days it goes that way especially for you mothers out there I cannot tell you enough how how much my morning routine changes when I have my son with me um for those of you who have younger children like infants you know your morning routine might not even happen in the morning. It might happen later in the day. Morning routine at 2.30. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Time to give to yourself. Um, 
to just really focus on your uh, wellness over your productivity, um, I think is really a key. Yeah, I think that's really good. I think that's, that's a, a great reminder. And I think too, it, it, having that space and that time to think about it and in a way where it's like, this is something that is for me and not like being a drill sergeant, like you said, leaves open opportunity for people to turn it into something not productive. So like, for example, when I was trying really strictly to keep a morning routine, um, if I didn't do everything on my list for the morning, like let's say I journaled and I read a book, but I didn't take a bubble bath, then I would feel bad about the rest of my day because I missed one of the good things instead of focusing on the routine is meant to set me up for my day. It's not meant to like add a a to-do list necessarily in the morning, although I want to have good healthy habits in the morning. If I don't make all of them, that's not the point, right? That's so good. That's so good. What are some of the, um, I know you mentioned journaling 
and you mentioned taking a walk and spending time in your kid's playroom. What are some of the other like positive coping mechanisms that you've been using for when you do feel like instead of watching Fixer Upper and having my fourth bag of fries, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. What are some of the things that you're doing right now? Yeah. Um, so I've really given myself, um, I've noticed that my days have kind of started to blend together. Mm-hmm. So really keeping up with the structure of, okay, today is, uh, oh, actually, what day is it? Today? Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> Quarantine life. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That is so good. I love that idea. I love that idea. And I think it's something that would like trick your subconscious into wanting to do more because you've already given it like, I don't know what word to use, like a treat almost where you're like, I did the thing. And that gives you like enough positivity in your life to like move on to do one more thing. (laughs) Just like one um, one step at a time. Kind of like Frozen 2. If you haven't seen Frozen 2 yet and you're quarantined, um, it's on Disney+. Plus. I recommend it. It's pretty good. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I actually just watched that last night by myself. No judgment there. <laughs> oh, no. I watched it by myself, too. Don't worry. I watched it by myself. I actually... Oh, I don't know if I can say this. I watched it before... I probably should have watched it. I don't know if you get what I'm getting at. Um, Before most people watched it. And it was in my bed on my laptop while my husband had, like, his friends over downstairs. And it was, like, subtitled in, like, I think Japanese or something. 
Um, and I ended up stopping it because I was like, this is going to be so good. I have to go with Dustin. So we ended up going later. But yeah, I hear you. Yes. Are so true for um, what we're going through right now um, in this kind of moment of journey of transformation. I feel like that we're encouraged to kind of go through. Um, another thing that I think is kind of unique um, that I do in my morning routine, um, and I'll write about this in my blog um, later this week, um, and give you guys some tools to kind of utilize this too. Um, I kind of have made a confident Brittany recording. So basically what it is, is I, during kind of one of my, like a productive day where I'm feeling really like pumped up, ready to take the day on. I've got my things to do. I'm accomplishing them, you know, girl bossing it up, right? Yep. Um, I write down like all my affirmations that I really want you know, depressed Brittany on the day where I'm feeling really low to really hear um, and really get myself back up on my feet. Um, So I've made kind of a a recording of different affirmations where I tell myself, you know, when I'm weak, like, this is what I need to do to feel strong or even just a blunt affirmation like you are a successful person and you can do this because sometimes we can hear it from our mom we can hear it from our family we can hear it from our friends we can hear it on the podcast and it's sometimes <laughs> really just still kind of in one year and out mm-hmm. together and it's like yeah this person's talking to me and I know I should listen to what they're saying and I've heard it a million times but um it's there's something different about when you hear your own voice talking to you talking directly to you where you're kind of that is so interesting yeah have you used it yet I use it every I you actually have started using it every morning now even when I am feeling good um because when I am feeling good and then it just boosts me up more and I'm like heck yeah I can do this (laughs) (laughs) I'm awesome Uh, today's gonna be awesome (laughs) that's great It just starts with, Brittany, I really want you to hear this. You are an awesome human being, and you are going to do this. Like, it's just a huge confidence builder to, to, especially when you're feeling really low, to hear yourself feeling really high and, you know, um, feeling that confidence. Um, I think it's really important. Yeah, I I listen to mine every morning now. Um, before I get up and make my coffee, even that's like the first thing I listen to, um, before I start my day. And I just think it's helped me so much. And it's even helped me on the days where I, I mean, I do end up watching Chip and Joanna and Mm -hmm. eating much French fries. I mean, it, I still know that I'm a successful person and I'm not giving myself negative self-talk while I'm being a couch potato and I think that's super important too is to allow yourself to be slumpish on during the times where you absolutely feel like you need to be slumpish but keeping that self-talk away and just saying nope I know I'm a good person I just need a little bit of a break right now and 
you know, tomorrow will be better. I feel like that should be on a t-shirt, like, hashtag positive couch potato or hashtag positivity couch. <laughs> positive couch potato. Um, I love that so much. And it actually reminds me of um, another tool. I haven't personally done this, but now I'm thinking I probably should. Uh, there is this, I can't remember who it is. It, they're interviewed on the Rachel Hollis podcast, and he's a famous author, and he, like, exudes intentionality. Like, any, everything he says, you can tell he, like, is so intentional about his day. But one of the things he does is he sets an alarm on his phone for, like, specific times of the day, like, when he's supposed to leave for work. So, like, now, I guess, like, when you're supposed to start work, um, when you're supposed to have lunch, when you're supposed to, like, come home, like, when you're supposed to be on break. And on the alarm, he'll have a word for like his goal for that time period. So when he wakes up, it's like a goal for like being a really good husband, for example. So it would be like um, compassionate or something like that would be the word for the morning. And then when he goes to work, he wants to be really like dynamic with his work to his team or really encouraging. So like that would be the word, but he sets the words like every single week so he can continue that mentality for the specific portions of his day when he needs it. And I thought that was so interesting. But it's very similar um, to what you're doing. Instead of being a recording, it would be like an alarm set with like the word visually. So you have to look at it to turn off the alarm on your phone. Oh, that is so good. It's like a, a tiny an intentional reminder that's broken up into all these little bite-sized chunks to kind of like propel you through your, your day. I really love that. That's awesome. I thought it was cool too. This has been, this has been really good. Um, one thing that we didn't talk about that on the last, this podcast that we talked about the last time we tried to record this episode <laughs> was meditation. And I did want to touch on it. Um, because you're someone who really likes meditation and I'm someone who has really struggled with meditation. And when we were recording this episode, my digital marketing specialist, my new one, Ashley, um, had looked over while you were talking about meditation and I had said, like, I really, I really am not a meditation person right now yet, I guess. I suck at it and I feel like every time I do it, I do it wrong. And she just looked at me and she was like, same, like with the giant doe eyes. <laughs> um, so can you talk a little bit more about how you do meditation and what it looks like now versus what it looked like last week? Because I know right now you're really focusing on giving yourself grace. What has been like the, the mantra shift for you? Margaret Motors is committed to businesses and women in the Chippewa Valley, which is why they sponsor this podcast. We asked to hear one of their customers' perspectives, Dr. Tom Tozer. Uh, my name is Dr. Tom Tozer. This was, was great. Um, I've had some previous experience um, working in a dealership, small-town dealership, and when I went there, I really felt like I had that same small-town feel. Um, I worked with Scott, and he did a great job of just being, I mean, informing me a lot about things. The vehicles, everything I thought it was going to be in more. Um, the follow-up with it was great. And, and just the advancement in technology from my previous model to that one, um, they did a very good job of, of explaining things to me and getting things set up even before I left the dealership.
Okay, so our last bit of our recording got cut off because actually, actually, the girl that I was talking to called me during it. So, um, do you want to talk a little bit more about your meditation now versus what it looked like last week and how you're giving yourself grace with that as well? You mentioned a couple of your favorites on the last episode, and I couldn't remember what they are, so if you could give them to us again. Um, oh, wait. Called- Sweater Weather. Sweater Weather was one of them. <laughs> okay, yeah. go ahead. I love a rocking chair. Uh, We're redoing our porch right now, and I mentioned this to you last time we talked to you, but I love a rocking chair. I'm trying to center my life around things that make me really happy, and one of those things is sitting on a porch with a beautiful view, like eating my oatmeal in the morning in a rocking chair, and I can like vividly imagine myself doing that, and I'm so excited to get there. And so when you mentioned doing meditation in a rocking chair last week, I thought that was amazing because I've always tried to do it like sitting like you know like the monk style with like your fingers in a weird position doing like the ohm thing and I I know that sounds like really (laughs) uneducated but that's like what I thought meditation was so when you mentioned that you were doing it in a rocking chair I was like that is so mind-blowing to me and I know there are other people that probably will listen to us this that never thought meditation could be something that you do not sitting crisscross applesauce. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I actually, during this time of quarantine, I actually moved my rocking chair from the living room into like this quiet corner in my bedroom even. Ooh. To just like give myself more of like a peaceful, safe place to go to when I just need that quiet, um, those quiet moments to just like really meditate on my fears um, and then to call them out and then to give myself um, like what the opposite of that fear is gonna like is gonna look like so for example I have been meditating like crazy about my wedding because I have seen people kind of 
cancel their weddings or postpone them or people mm-hmm. are having to um, elope right now instead of having their big celebrations. Um, and I've seen a lot of brides kind of be heartbroken over just kind of grieving what they had planned and seeing how it turned out to be different. So I've been really meditating on uh, my plans a lot. And um, so one of my biggest fears is that I'm not going to be able to get married on the day I want to. Um, And so calling out that fear and saying I'm really fearful of this. So what are some truths that I can give to that fear that um, will trump it? Well, I know that I'm still going to be engaged. Like, the world isn't going to end and I'm going to break up with my fiancé if I don't get married. <laughs> it's it's actually a time clock. So if you don't get married by the date you set, uh, you guys are over. That's <laughs> that's the way it is going. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Maybe next time. Another Frozen 2 quote. This is not an ad, you guys. But Frozen 2 is amazing. (laughs) But it's a truth to really call out to yourself and to tell yourself that, you know, your love, my love is going to conquer, you know, what is going on right now. Whether that means my wedding is going to look different, the outcome is going to be the same. I'm still going to be married. I'm still going to have this beautiful marriage. It's going to last the rest of my life. That's going to be enriching and intentional and beautiful. And that ends up kind of trumping over my anxiety or my fear of what my wedding day is going to look like. Um, So that's just kind of an example to give you of how I kind of walk through my meditation process. I know, um, you know, there's a lot of different techniques out there. I'm still kind of self-learning, um, and I'm, I kind of just take it with grace um, and say it's all about intention. And I know there's a lot of people who are, you know, professionals at this and to, who do meditate, and they know all of the ins and outs. Um, but for people um, who are just kind of starting out or for people who are just needing, like, that little bit of break, um, and don't want to kind of really dive into meditation, but just kind of want to dip your toe and give yourself those peaceful, quiet moments, those intentional moments. I really think that is a really helpful, tangible to just kind of find your quiet, happy place, whether it's a rocking chair, whether it's on your front porch, whether it's in your bed, even like just really finding those, those little places where, um, you just feel welcomed and comforted and invited and you have good memories um, to kind of bring yourself back to center and get yourself back to grounded um, so you can kind of go back into your daily um, routine or whatever you were doing. That was amazing. That was such a good note. I I love that idea of just taking that minute in your day to call out those fears because I think right now people are just trying to suppress them. And it's, it's making them bigger and bigger and bigger because they're not giving themselves the room to actually face them during this period. I think that would, would help so many people. I'm actually going to make a list. I was making a list while you were talking of wedding clients that I have that I need to send this to because I think it would really help them during this season in their life. Um, 
And I know I we'll all be thinking about you guys, like especially in photography. Like we're thinking about you and we're we're praying for you and we're hoping the best for you guys and um everyone's just doing the best that they can right now, which is which is all we can do, right? Yeah. I think this is a huge time to be really intentional about connecting with people too. Like you said, that you wanna send this to your wedding clients and just reaching out to them. I think this is a huge time for being really intentional um, with connecting. Um, I know even like just grandparents, you know, like there are a lot of grandparents who can't see their grandchildren right now. Uh, and for me, I love going and visiting my grandma. Um, and right now she's just, she's battling some cancer issues and she has some medical things going on. So it's really hard to like not being able to be there for her. But I love the fact that I intentionally am able to call her and really take that time out to be with her virtually, however that may look like. So I just really love that you you are so intentional about your, your clients that you have with your photography. I think that's really amazing. I think they're really going to appreciate that. Thank you, dear. And thank you so much for doing this episode again with me. I really appreciate it. It's like a little mini therapy session in my day. And I know it can help so many people in the Chippewa Valley right now. Thank you so much for listening to Valley Girl. This is your host, Madison Drinkman. If you like this episode, be sure to take a screenshot of it and share it on social media with the hashtag Valley Girl. We'll see you again next week.